42 degrees. Wind, 305 at 20 K. Ship course, 330 at 21 K. Target, 1938. Time over target approximately eight minutes. Track after damage, question mark. Estimated ground speed after damage, 200 K. Time in air, question mark. I don't know where I am. Don't know how far I am from target area, what direction from carrier recovery rendezvous, what time I bailed out. Lieutenant Gregory L. Wallace, 015323. Weak from shock and near drowning. Sore from fall and to sea. Superficial cuts from shrapnel. Coral abrasions. No signs of panic. Mind clear. Memory good. Have encountered no other Allied personnel. Wind appears easterly at about ten knots. Sky clear. Towering cumulus in northeast. Lost shoes and survival gear in water. Had to get rid of May West and parachute to avoid drowning. Don't know how I lost my watch. Stainless steel band. Unable to get chart board out of airplane. Have flight suit. Three pencils, waterproof case with paper and codes, operating channels, recovery time, IFF, and notes on survival. Also, six packs of cigarettes in beeswax. Had some matches in waterproof case, but Willett borrowed them just before we were launched. Not much of a loss, since my rescuer has a fire. Survival instructors should note that a man can be killed by his equipment for survival. Something else. Some other instruction. Don't be afraid of the jungle. Fit self to country. Travel not recommended. Loss of aircraft report. Aircraft was hit by explosive shell while in low-level attack on light carrier of Zwiho class. That must have been yesterday. I managed to release the bomb on the target and flattened out to keep airspeed, hoping to get out of range before ditching. The controls were working, and as soon as I cleared the Jap field of fire, I made a quick damage estimate. The shell had knocked out the radio, compass, electrical circuits, shattered the dials, and frosted the shatterproof windscreen. Most instruments were out, but I could read the needle ball, an airspeed indicator. My arms, legs, and face were stung by slivers of glass and metal, but I was able to operate the airplane. Although I was unable to read the power indicators, I believed the engine had suffered damage and loss of power. Due to the loss of engine power, I was unable to keep the running rendezvous with the rest of the division, and being under attack by the Jap cap, I ducked into ragged, low-lying clouds. It was my intention to keep the plane in the air as long as possible to get as far from the Japs as I could. Without the compass, I had no idea where I was or what my heading might be. But I hoped, after shaking the Japs, to break clear of the clouds and follow returning planes back to the carrier. If not, I hoped to get close enough to the task force for them to pick me up on their radar. Without IFF, they couldn't identify me but might vector out the cap to intercept me, and I could follow them back. However, I was unable to break out of the overcast, 
and flying only by needleball and airspeed indicator, I had difficulty controlling the damaged plane. I kept it straight and level as long as I could, but when the engine began smoking and throwing oil, I knew I'd had it. I tried to remember what I had been taught. I disconnected the headphone, pulled on my goggles to protect my eyes, opened the hatch, nosed up to kill airspeed, rolled over the side, and dove for the trailing edge of the wing. I had my hand on the ripcord as I bailed out, since I was certain I was very low. As soon as I had cleared the plane, I pulled the handle and the chute opened. I only swung once and was drifting backwards when I hit but had no time to turn around. I hit the water hard and must have been stunned because the next thing I knew I was underwater, all tangled up in the parachute, thinking how I had to remain calm and at the same time remember.